I'm your host, Anna Yardley, and you have episode number one, The Power of Your Mind. You're listening to the Mindful Mantra Podcast, where we discover mantras that lead to lifelong success. If you're looking to take control of your thoughts to empower positive change, this podcast is for you. Come along with me as we learn and apply the mantras that have shaped successful entrepreneurs, inspiring leaders, and everyday people into something great. Welcome, you guys. I'm so excited to be recording my first podcast episode. I have big plans for this podcast this year, and I'm so thankful that you guys are here supporting me, listening to this. I hope that we can learn amazing things together. All right, so I'm recording this the very beginning of 2021. I've just finished my reflection on 2020 and everything that came out of it. And although there was a lot of unexpected, weird, crazy, whatever you like to call it, I think that there was more good that came out of 2020, at least for me, than any other year. And maybe it's just because I've noticed it more and I've reflected it a little bit more because it has been so unique. But I've noticed so many people, especially myself, coming out so much stronger, more aware, and I have so much more knowledge. And that's why I was inspired to start this podcast is the thought work that I did in 2020 really helped me get through low points and led me to my high points. And the focus here is going to be to keep as many of us as possible at those high points in our life because of the mindset that we're in. All right, so I'll go ahead, I'll introduce myself just very briefly, and then we'll get into the topic for today. So I, my name's Anna, Anna Yardley. I come from a family of five kids and two amazing parents that are absolutely incredible. I have five siblings, and they are all entrepreneurs, which has been super inspiring, fueling, exciting for me to be around them. If you're ever lacking motivation, just find yourself an entrepreneur. You'll learn so much from their hard work and grit that it will inspire you to do anything and work super hard. I'm so thankful for them. I'm a grad student right now. And when I'm not working and studying for school, me and my husband love to do anything outdoors, hiking, boating, skiing, sledding, any of that stuff, it is really cold right now, so I really will only go outside to ski or to sled or to snowshoe. But in the summer, it's a whole different story. I'm always, almost always outside. Health has always been a really big part of my life. It's one of my top priorities. It's really important to me. And I've found myself get to a point where I can, I can make goals and I can measure my progress for my physical and my spiritual health. I, I it's easy to measure my day-to-day, how I'm feeling spiritually and physically, if I got a workout in that day, if I'm eating the proper foods that make me feel good. But I've, I've lacked knowledge in the past of how to navigate my mental and emotional health, specifically how to measure it and how to improve it. This has sparked me to study like crazy and get all of the knowledge, consume as much content as I can around mental health and the power of our minds. And I'm so excited to share what I have with you guys today because I definitely have 
clear goals, especially going into 2021, on what I want my thought work to be because thought work is really what shapes our lives. It's not our physical goals, but it's our mental strength and our emotional capacity that really makes us take leaps and go after challenges and chase our dreams. All right, so the topic for today is the power of your mind. You guys, Our minds are the strongest and most useful power that we possess. When we combine this power we have with our imagination, we can create anything we want for ourselves. We can create success, failure, happiness, unhappiness, opportunities, obstacles, and it all depends on your mindset. If you're focusing on a growth mindset or a fixed mindset, in other words, if you're focusing on the positive or the negative, And this directly affects the actions that we take. So if we choose to have a growth or positive mindset, our actions will radiate positivity. It will be the things that we really want in life. And if we're going after the fixed mindset and we're having a lot of negative thoughts, it can really inhibit our growth and we'll end up somewhere where we're not very happy. Studies have shown that we have over 6,000 thoughts every day. Now, many of these are little insignificant things that just go in and out that really don't affect you long term. But what we need to focus on are those repetitive thoughts that are dominating your brain. These are the thoughts that influence your behavior, your attitude, your actions, your reactions, and they shape your reality. When we focus on how to change these thoughts and control these thoughts, this is what changes you immensely for good or for bad. Thinking is also a form of energy and all the energy in the world is connected and continuous. So although other people can't read your mind, they can feel the thoughts that you're having. They don't know what the thoughts are, but they can feel the positivity or the negativity around them. And that's why it's important to make sure we're having positive thoughts and we're radiating positivity is because other people can be harmed by the thoughts we have, whether we say them out loud or whether we don't. How I like to think of thoughts in my brain is I like to think of them as a stage or a movie or a video, whatever kind of content you can relate well to. That is always playing in your mind. There's always something going on up there. And we get to choose the movie that's up there. We can play good thoughts. We can play bad experiences. We can play things in the future that haven't even happened. Or we can replay things that have happened in the past. But if we, for any second, maybe we're not as busy or it's late at night and we're laying in our bed and we are trying to fall asleep. If we aren't filling our stage with thoughts, cortisol, which is a chemical that's in our brain, will slip in and fill it up. So cortisol, it's a hormone that works throughout our entire body and it helps metabolize and regulate our blood levels. But when it enters our brain, it really doesn't have very much structure and it operates very freely it moves really fast and unfortunately it spurs negative thoughts and so when we aren't occupying our brain consciously we're not putting the thoughts that we want to in our brain cortisol will step in and it will fill it with negative thoughts and as we remember these thoughts create our reality so the last thing we want to happen is to be very passive about our thoughts and have cortisol slip in and choose our reality for us that will be negative. So we need to learn how we can create good positive thoughts that we want 
a reality to be. Let's compare our thoughts to a seed. So if we have a good thought, let's say it's, I am smart. When we have this seed that enters our brain, we can choose to either nourish it, which means that we pay attention to it a lot, we say it over again, and it grows bigger and bigger, and it becomes a part of us. So if we take the thought, I am smart, and we nourish it, and we continually think it, it will grow so big that it will become a fact to us. It will become truth. We will be smart. We will be confident. We won't doubt ourselves. This is how powerful our thoughts can be. The end result will take over our mind, whether it's good or bad. So if we have negative self-talk, if we have a bad habit of negative self-talk, for example, this could be something like, I am not good enough. If this thought enters our brain, we can choose in that very moment to shut it out so it does not become a part of who we are. Or we can choose like any other thought to nourish it like a seed. And all it takes to nourish a thought is to think it more and let that thought occupy space in your mind. And when we nourish bad thoughts, they become a part of who we are. So if we nourish the thought, I'm not good enough, that will begin to be truth to us and we'll believe it so much that in any situation we are in, all we'll be able to see in our brain is I'm not good enough, I'm not good enough, and it will be a really big inhibitor to us in our life. Those that practice negative self-talk become more stressed. Stress, what it does on your brain is it causes you to live in a survival state and it exhausts our body. And so then we get these feelings of anger, hopelessness, misery, confusion, and this is how we we begin to feel stuck in their emotional state. So I'm sure all of us have been at a point in our lives where we feel like we're in a rut and we can't get out. And the reasoning behind that is because we have thought negative things up to a point where they have become a part of who we are and we're inhibiting our future. We don't see any way out. We have no idea how we can get out of it. And the only way to get over that is to get rid of those thoughts and replace them with positive thoughts that will help you grow. The more you tell yourself that you can't do something, the more you'll begin to believe it. And these defense mechanisms in our brain, once we keep telling them negative things, they begin to shut down and everything we think that's negative will just immediately go to our subconscious brain. We we won't realize that we're thinking them we won't have the time to decide to shut them out. So it's very important that we learn the tactics to get rid of these thoughts as fast as we can. If you think about when you start a new hobby or a talent, you have to give a lot of focus and attention to it at the beginning because you're not used to it. But once you do it over and over again, you don't even have to think about playing the piano after you've played it for 15 years. You can sit down Your eyes can glaze over the music and not even realize that your fingers are playing. And that is subconscious. Those are subconscious actions you're performing and they all are based off of subconscious thoughts. Neuroscience shows us that most of our decisions, actions, and behavior depend on the 95% of our brain that is subconscious. So this means that up to 99% of our life comes from the programming in our subconscious mind which is a little bit scary because sometimes we don't even know that we're programming our subconscious mind because we're so used to it and we're not aware of our subconscious. It's stuff that we've done before. And this is why negative self-talk is so 
toxic is because it becomes your life. If you've programmed your brain to think negatively, it's ingrained in you and so subconscious that you don't realize that you're doing it. So the big trick of all of this is changing our subconscious thoughts. We want those thoughts that we don't even know are driving our actions to become conscious so we can program them to be what we want them to be. And just like any new hobby that you're taking on, this takes a lot of practice, a lot of training, a lot of focus. But once you do this, once you train and you strengthen this power, you can master it just like anything else in our life. Once you really give it the time that it deserves, you can get to the point where you'll be able to do this without even thinking. But it will require considerable energy and undivided attention and we get to decide every second of the day with every new piece of information that we are intaking, whether we want to have that piece of information become a part of who we are or if we want to shut it out. Here's the magic, the secret sauce of this whole episode right here. If you haven't been paying attention, stop, put down what you're doing. Listen right now. I'm going to talk about the eight tactics that you can take to take full control of your mind. All right. All of these, it might overwhelm you, but just pay attention to the one that really sticks out to you and choose that to be the one that you focus on. Even doing one of these things will drastically change how you feel and your future self. So the first tactic is to be aware and be prepared. So we've talked a lot about how our thoughts are so powerful and so we are just a little bit more aware now than we were before this episode of how powerful our thoughts are. You already have one of these steps down. Be aware. The next step that goes along with that is to be prepared. So we are aware that these thoughts are powerful. They can take us over for the good or the bad. And then we need to be prepared. We need to make a game plan, which is what I'm going to talk about next. The second hack to take control of your mind is to name it. When you're so used to having a bad cycle, you need to give it a name so that when it comes to you or when you think a certain thought, you can name it externally, blame it on a different factor other than yourself, and you can see it in a new light. So an example of this is on Saturday Night Live, there's a character called Debbie Downer, and she would find the negative in every situation. And if you create a funny nickname, maybe make it Debbie Downer for when you have negative thoughts, you'll be able to think of your inner critic as an outside force. You won't need to blame it on yourself. And it's easier to realize that you don't have to agree with that inner critic. When a negative thought comes into your brain, your negative thought can be something like, I am not smart. You can say, Debbie Downer, I realize you are saying that to me and I do not have to agree with this. It sounds way less threatening. It it can also help you notice how ridiculous some of your thoughts are. So that's the second tactic. Name your cycle. Name your bad habits. The third tactic is to erase and replace. I'm sure a lot of you guys have tried this method before. Maybe someone's challenged you to it. I took on this challenge this past year, actually, and it was with the things that I say rather than my thoughts. But it's for one bad thing that I said, I had to erase that and replace it with three positive things, whether it was a a comment I made about myself or someone else or the situation. It was really nice to have my husband holding me accountable because then I really had to follow through with it. But if you're only doing this with your thoughts, you're going to have to be way more self-disciplined, but you can do it. Just practice the method. When something comes into your brain that's not a positive thought, 
replace it with three positive thoughts that have to do with that same thing. You'll feel way better after you say the good things than you did after the bad thing. Hack number four, live in the moment. Give yourself a reality check. This is a chance to step back, be mindful about where you are. It can be so easy these days with technology to get caught up in other people's lives, maybe feel sorry for yourself, think less of yourself because you're seeing all of the amazing things that others are doing on social media that you're not or different ways that they look that you aren't. This causes you to have really negative thoughts about yourself. It can. So when you step back, make sure to live in the moment, put your phone down, talk to the people around you, notice your surroundings, be grateful for what you have. You often realize that your thoughts and feelings are not reality. A lot of times we think things that are totally and completely untrue and it just takes a second to step back before we realize it. Tony Robbins, he's the thought master. He has amazing material if you want to go learn more from him. He tells us that embracing self-awareness through your thoughts is the key to lasting happiness. So if we can master this skill of being self-aware and really living in the moment, that's how we're going to understand lasting happiness. All right, enough of that. Hack number five is visualization. Visualization stimulates the brain to create strong body-mind connections. When we take the time to visualize something, we are filling our stage with thoughts consciously. We are choosing what is there. The good thing about visualization is we are taking the time to really think about what we want there. It's not in the moment that we're, that we're choosing last minute. Visualization is consciously thinking of the future or something that you want. Someone that's a really great example of this is my husband, Colton. I'm sure I'll talk a lot about him on the podcast. He's an awesome example to me. He runs Collegiate Track. And every time that he has a race, he'll take about 20 minutes for days in advance every day leading up to his race and just visualize. He'll go in a different room, he'll be alone, and he'll visualize how he wants his race to go. He runs the 400. So he visualizes how every stretch of the track he wants to be running, when he wants to accelerate, when he wants to save his energy. And so by the time he gets into the race, He doesn't have to consciously think any of those thoughts because he's thought them enough that they've become subconscious. So when he is racing, he's not even thinking those thoughts, but he's performing exactly how he wanted to because he prepared his mind. Visualization is absolutely incredible. And that point kind of goes along with the next hack to take control of our mind, which is meditation. Meditation is a form of visualization, you could say, But meditation brings focus to one thing and it really calms down your brain. So when you meditate, you could think a mantra like, I am calm and relaxed. I am calm and relaxed. And even me, when I'm saying this, I feel more calm and relaxed than I have as I've been recording the rest of this episode. Meditation accelerates the rewiring of our brain. So Like I talked about earlier, the things that we choose to spend the most time on, we give the most attention, where we give the most attention, that's how we rewire our brain. And meditation, because we focus on one thought for such a saturated amount of time, we begin to rewire our brain to that thought that we're focusing on, which is so amazing. If you're not currently practicing meditation, if you think of taking 10 minutes a day to focus on one thought, 
that you want to become. Say that one thought is, I want to be a successful entrepreneur. And if you set aside 10 minutes every day to meditate on that one thought, imagine what you could become and imagine how you've rewired your brain after just a month of work. After 31 days of thinking to yourself and meditating on the thought that I want to become a successful entrepreneur. The seventh tactic to taking control of our mind is called priming, mind priming. I'm sure all of us have woken up in a bad mood before and we can't really seem to crack the bad mood no matter what we do or no matter how much positivity we try to invite in our life. And what mind priming does is you use your body to cultivate a strong physical state and that will rub off on your mind. So maybe this is taking two minutes just to breathe really deeply to yourself. Or maybe this is doing some some really hard exercise or a walk, something that clears your mind so you can get all of those negative thoughts, feelings, and emotion out of you and it brings you back to that present moment. And then you get to reset your stage in your brain. You get to re-decide what you want going forward. And the last tactic to taking control of our mind is recognizing our limiting beliefs. You guys, we are our own worst critics and just realizing that and knowing that will help us as we are deciding what thoughts we want to let occupy our minds. You are only as limiting as the beliefs that you have in your mind. So recognize that you have limiting beliefs and then do all you can to uncover those beliefs so that you can reach your full potential. All right, so that was a lot. Those were a lot of tactics. Like I said before, those eight tactics, I'll review them right now. And as I'm reviewing these, really pay attention to the one that sticks out to you that you can take the time to implement in your life. So the first one is be aware how powerful your mind is and be prepared, have a plan. Second one is name it. Name your inner critic to be an outside source so that you don't have to agree with it if you don't want. Number three, erase and replace. Get rid of those negative thoughts and replace them with positive ones. Number four, live in the moment. Step back, take a reality check, and you'll often see that things are not as bad as you're thinking them to be. Number five, visualize. Number six, meditate. Number seven, mind prime. This is when you use your physical body to clear your mind. And number eight, recognize your limiting beliefs and get rid of them, uncover them. Ultimately, you get to choose what you think. You are the creator of your thoughts. Make those thoughts reflect your goals and who you want to become because they are totally up to you. Successful people create their own reality wisely by using the power of their brain to create the outcomes they want in their life. When they think something, they believe with all their heart that they'll be able to accomplish it and they set their minds to it and they do. That's why they're successful is because they don't have any limits on themselves. They think of the most far-fetched things and they run after them. I don't want you to forget the state that you are in right now is directly impacted by the repetitive thoughts you are telling yourself, your behaviors, your actions, the things that you're doing right now in your life, the goals you're going after, they are a direct reflection of your subconscious and your repetitive thoughts. And if we want to change where we are right now, if we want to change our reality, we totally can. There's no limits on it. We need to start with our mind. 
And you totally can take control of your mind. It all comes down to practice. We can't do the same thing over and over again and expect different results. That's called insanity. We need to change what we are doing and then we will see new results. So there we have it. Those are the tactics. That's how we can take control of our mind, you guys. I'll be working right alongside you. We'll be able to follow up. There will be future episodes that dive deeper into all of these topics. I hope this was a really good introduction to you of how powerful our minds are. And when we choose to think positive thoughts, they can really drive us to become whoever we want to. And this is what gets me so excited about the future of this podcast is because I have the most amazing masterminds set up to come on this podcast and teach us those thoughts, the mantras that they have worked on throughout their entire life to help them reach success. People in all walks of life, entrepreneurs, leaders, everyday people that have learned how to take control of their brain and make it work in their power, make it serve them. And we can choose from learning from them what thoughts we want to adopt and how we want to apply those mantras in our lives. All right, you guys, choose positivity and it will come right back to you guys. I'm so excited you're here. We're on this journey together. Thanks so much for listening and I will see you guys next week. If you enjoyed this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review and share with your friends so we can bring more mindful mantras to this world. Thanks a million and I'll see you next time.